Hey everybody and welcome to another Torn It Up interview and you know as all as I am so appreciative of the time taken out by the artists because they all have so much going on in their lives and to speak to us here on the show it's such an honour. Now this is someone I, I've been playing on the show recently and um, I, yeah, it's 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 blues, but not as we know it. It's, it's like one of them songs. It's not as we know it. There's a variety of stuff, and uh, I am going to be speaking to the lady that puts the voice to those songs and is the creative force. Would you please give a welcome to Misty Blues, Gina Coleman. Gina, how are you? <laughs> much for having me. Oh, listen, it's an absolute pleasure, uh, Gina. And before we talk about the album, and of course we will, <laughs> how did you get involved in music, Gina? Was it in the family? Was it in the genes? Or how did you force uh, go down that musical path? <laughs> well, I, I think it was probably in the genes. I was raised by my grandmother and all reports from members of the family said that she was supposed to be like the next Marian Anderson. But by the time she was raising a grandchild, she had stopped performing. So I actually never heard her sing. But music was always, um, you know, in the backdrop of our household. Uh, in fact, my grandfather gifted me a piano at the age of five. And so I, I took piano lessons from five until about 15. So, so, um, and my uncle was a very fine saxophonist. So, um, and I grew up in New York City in the South Bronx. And so the landscape at the time was a mixture of, you know, soul and R&B, but also Latin music because of the neighborhood I grew up in. Yeah, uh, so so you're exposed to a lot of different styles, uh, and not just rock, some or, or blues. Sorry, rock, blues, soul, everything. And yes. I think, to be honest, that's reflected, you know, in the new album that there's 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 a variety of styles there. And you know, off off microphone, we were speaking there, and you were saying like some people hear a bit of Zeppelin there and other stuff, and I hear a bit of Pink Floyd and what have you. So. Obviously, you're getting a lot of comments like that, that there's, there's, there's a huge variation of, of influences coming out from the album. Yes. No, absolutely. Um, and, you know, we're embracing it. <laughs> um, you know, the, the album came, it, it started from one track, um, which was The Hate, and then you know, the things, the ensuing things that happened from that the release of that single really generated the my writing of the album. And so it was really, it, we didn't intend it to be as, <laughs> um, as out of bounds as, as, as it is. <laughs> um, that's just how it turned out. But I still think it's still rooted in the blues but um but shows um the different styles that myself and the other members of my band also you know really love i i presume that's how you come up with the title for the album too is yes, <laughs> yes outside the lines yeah 
I think it's a it's, it's a it's a great title because you know sometimes in life, Gina, you know, people are stereotyped and they're expected to behave a certain way and do certain things, and music is the same. And I think there should be no boundaries in music. You should be able to push outside the lanes. Who's to say that a blues artist can't sing soul or rock or pop or vice versa? Because at the end of the day, it's all music, and if it's performed well and with passion and heart, that's all that really matters. No, that's true. I I wholeheartedly agree with you. But there are a lot of you know there are a lot of staunch you know blues folks out there, traditionalists that you know may not take too kindly. <laughs> yeah, but but I I suppose. I suppose, Gina, that's true. And look, everybody is entitled to their opinion. And I suppose if your music or album's not for them, well, they have other choices to listen to somebody else. But I guess there'll be a lot of people out there, and I include myself in that, that really felt your album was a breath of fresh air because there is so much variety on it. There is so much to listen to and absorb. And I think I think that diversity is a beautiful thing. And, you know, whether it's in humanity or whether it's in music, I, I think we should, we all should embrace diversity. You know, that, that's what enriches our society when we do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you highlighted that. Well, I think and I think music is important, Gina, too, to actually do that because you know, as a human race, like we've got to evolve past the point where we 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 decide uh, about someone by the color of their skin, by the religious faith, or whatever. It's we're human beings on this beautiful planet. We're very lucky to have it. Let's make the best of it. Let's share out the resources fairly and give everybody a decent life because that's possible. It's it's just that unfortunately corruption and politics define it that there's money spent on weapons and war and what have you and big corporations making billions when really and truly if we if we really took the big step as a human race to care about each other to care about our brothers and sisters and make it a place fit for everyone to live in and not face hunger and not face fear and and music, you know, has always had a part in that. It's had a part in even revolution. It's had a part in, well, sure, I mean, let's, let's go back to basically the blues music, you know, way back. I mean, when, when the African-American people were there and all they had was the music to, to lift their souls or spirits because there wasn't much else positive. But the one thing they couldn't take away from, they couldn't take their heart and soul, and they couldn't take the music. And and that's why it's very special. Yes, no, absolutely. I mean, music is just such a universal language. I think it's like one of the, you know, purest ways to communicate uh, across all different um you know, backgrounds and languages and cultures and um, and beliefs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think you know this is now just my belief, but I I I believe we're all creatures of vibration, and I, I think that as we become more aware of everything around us, our vibration increases and and it's raised. And music is sound, is vibration. And I think it helps us become more in tune with ourselves and in tune with what's around us. I've always felt that that people that are artistic or love music 
are generally much more aware of the universe and what's happening around them. That maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I feel. Well, no, I I like your your standpoint. <laughs> If I've done something wrong, then I'm unaware. And I don't sleep. I don't sleep. I don't sleep. No, I don't sleep. I got things to do. I've got things to do. Take one step forward. Get pushed to back. See, that's my life story on that beaten track. I don't sleep. I don't sleep. I don't sleep. No, I don't sleep. I got to do. I've got things to do. <laughs>
Yeah, and, and, and again, you know, lyric writing. You know, lyrics are, are very important because if, if a song is written from the background of a real-life experience, um, somehow those lyrics um, resonate with so many people because words are very powerful. And, and the way that words are said, how they're expressed, um, they can reach much farther if if they're said in a certain way. And I, I, I know I've often listened to music and maybe the lyrics of a song and it almost bring me to the point of tears where I'd have found so many things in it that maybe resonate with my own life. So I can imagine that's the case for a lot of people. Yes, no, absolutely. And I think that's also what makes this latest album so... Um, you know, so powerful, I think, you know, at least from my standpoint, because this was one album that the majority of the tracks were written up in, in reflection to my own personal experience. A lot of times I would write songs about other people's experiences, you know, my observation on the world, but this one was held very close. Okay. Um, and I think that's why um, this particular album... Uh, is is resonating with people because it's coming from a from a really personal standpoint. So really, it in your career, this album is really very special because it's very personal to you. So, so I so I imagine there's a great sense of pride and achievement in that to produce something like that. And not alone that, when you start to get the critical acclaim from people, you know, it's if you do something personal, that in itself has its own reward. But when that personal statement is recognised by others as being rather special, then I, I assume that that has to be the greatest feeling ever. It, it, it is. And, um, you know, we have been getting some incredible feedback on this album and it's been, you know, very fulfilling. Um, you know, it's not like, you know, some folks have said we're, oh, you know, where you come from? You know, like, we're like these newcomers. I'm like, well, we're... For twenty four years, I don't know how new we are, <laughs> but um, uh, but this but this approach to to writing an album is new for us. Yeah, and then you had you had some rather special guests on the album as well. <laughs> you know, would you like to talk about them as well? One or two fairly well known names joined you as well on the album. Yes, well, you know, first and foremost, it was Eric Gales. Um, who's on? Uh, who's on a track? Actually, the closing track of the album, um, entitled "Been a Long Time Coming," um, and it, to me, when I, I I pitched the song to him because I felt that um, the story behind it that we had there was commonalities in in our uh, you know collective journeys in the music industry that. Um, would resonate with him in with regards to the lyrics of that song, and he did a phenomenal job. Um, you know, every time I listen to it, I especially that that powerful guitar solo in the in the middle. You know, it brings it makes me exceptionally emotional. Um, and uh, yeah, he did. He recorded that track. I think a few days before he left for LA to to go to the Grammys because he was nominated for Best Contemporary Blues Album this year. Yes. Uh, I Look, at he's a phenomenal artist. I mean, yeah. I've, been a, I've been a fan of Eric Gale's way, 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 way back. 
uh, back in the 90s when he came out with the, the very first album. And actually, I saw him in Dublin, oh gosh, I think it was maybe 2016 or thereabouts. And I'm lucky enough to have a few words of them after the gig. Like, But he's a phenomenal man. He'd been through a lot in his life and come through it all. Had a wonderful wife to support him. And, yeah. and um, you know, he, he's just... When he plays, he shows so much emotion. Like he's exactly. very gifted man, and and uh, you know, it, I'm sure. Like, and and you are a very talented uh, lady as well. So when the two of you come together, it it couldn't fail, Gina. It couldn't fail. It had to be a success. Um, but it's nice to do that. I right? guess it's, it's lovely to do a collaboration with someone like that, and and it's kind of. You know, it's recognition from your peers as well that, that you know, yes. you you have something really unique and special to contribute. And I, and I know you do, because I remember when I heard the album Forced and Marlene had sent it to me. And again, a big <laughs> shout out to Marlene as well. What a wonderful woman. she ha- She's a fantastic. very good friend. And, and, and again, I could never thank her enough for, for all the help she's given and the direction she's pointed me, you know, to artists that... I maybe didn't know about that she made me familiar with. And we need people like Marlene in this world as well to do that because we're all a community right across the world and we're all here to help each other fulfil whatever it is that we want to do. And we're all a part of it. And that's, I feel so privileged to, you know, to be here with you and do this interview and talk about this fine album and get it out there and play the tracks and get the story out across the world.
golden hope for a brand new way. A day that grants me grace, lets me have my say. Until that level field is within my sights, I keep trudging forward in that worthy fight. One of these days, I'm gonna roll it. One of these days, I won't be blue. Tell me, any plans to come to Europe to see us, uh, Jane, or what, anything in the pipeline for later in the year? Well, uh, actually, we have a UK tour planned in uh, June, um, June 27th through, uh, I believe, July 4th. Okay. Um, yeah, so we'll be strictly in the UK. Um, you know, playing the 100 Club in London, playing the Cavern Club in Liverpool, Jojo Gyms in Birmingham, uh, and a, a number of different venues. Um, and we're absolutely thrilled, um, you know, for the support that we're getting to, to go out there, even from stateside uh we have we've had you know it takes a village <laughs> and so we've had numerous um individuals and and organizations help us to you know build up the coffers so that we can go out there and have a great showing ah uh, look that's great and you know you know i think all governments you know it doesn't matter what country they're from they should support the arts because you know if someone goes out to a to a gig to to a musical event. I mean, I I don't know about you, but whenever the gig's over, every single person there, they're happy, they're smiling, they're in great form. Isn't that much better than taking medication? Wouldn't it be much better if they spent money to get people out to support live events because it'd be a natural high. It'd be the high from music and and saying hello to some of their friends. And that, to me, would be much better spent money than making some of the big pharma companies uh, help them make their billions profits. I mean, the, the, the independent artists like yourselves, that work hard and get out there on the ground to play the venues to, to, to see the people, you should always be well supported. And that should be a cornerstone of any government's arts policy is to support live music. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting, you know, meeting folks out in the UK, folks who, you know, who have heard our music before because we have been around for a while. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, just garnering a new 
uh, a new base of people who might be um, interested in our music. So I'm, you know, I'm looking aside from performing. I'm I'm looking to meet people. So I'm 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 really excited about that. Well, I think that's you know, in particular, this business is all about contacts and meeting people because that sometimes opens new doors and new opportunities as well. So, and I realize that too. It's all, it's all about connection. Uh, and there's some wonderful people out there, but it takes the one-on-one sometimes, you yes. know, to, to really make the, you know, make things happen and make them click. Yeah. So, so, so then Europe and then I suppose back to the States and more gigs yeah. there and, and tour and, and yeah, we have- we have some big festivals here stateside, so yeah, uh, look forward to that. I, I, so, I suppose it must be, you know, uh, and it's not. I'm not just saying this for you, but for any of the artists out that tour a lot, you know, to to finally have the spectre of COVID gone and for live events to I be know. happening unhindered, full capacities, no masks, all of that. I'm sure that yeah. must be just fantastic. tour a year ago but just because um things were not you know back to normal (laughs) with whatever normal is um yeah we had to postpone it for for another year so we're delighted we've been we've been waiting for this trip for a while yeah what do they say all good things come to those that wait so um you know that goes for yourselves and, and of course the many fans that you have that are, will be excited and i'm and, and waiting to see you perform live look gina it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you here on the show and on behalf of myself our show producer graham hilling everyone here at radio home of rock and indeed the people at making the scene magazine Anyone involved, Mixcloud, everybody, really, on behalf of all those people, I want to thank you so much for making music relevant and exciting. And uh, long may that continue. And I'm certainly proud and privileged to have you here on the show, Gina. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And thank you for sharing our music and, you know, just taking interest. Um, I couldn't be more appreciative. Well, as I said, we're all a family, we're in this together and we all share a passion for music and music is the antidote to a lot of the sadness that the world needs to be healed from so we can't have enough of it and as long as we have people like you out there then I think we certainly have the right people. Gina, thank you so much again and thank you for taking part in the Torn Up interview here on Radio Home of Rock. Thank you. It's been a long time coming been a long time coming Show hands It's been a long time coming That's right Oh, you remember my With dreams of better times Never gave my mind a rest In search of that next great life I long to do my thing Let the grace of God be true 
No more will deep regret be the source of my miscuses, baby. Long time coming. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. Will you remember my name? Cause oh, I was on the coast Just wanna share my voice Maintain the plot I own I plan to plug away Keep the bit that I have sown Why must you block my way Forsake my happy home name.